aside, it's, wait, holy spit, Nicole, Hmm. should we be waiting to put this out for Pride Month? Absolutely not. Oh, well, that kind of just jilted the wind out of my sails. I guess my name's James. I'm Nicole. And this is Mostly Babbling Bible Man. Yes, guys, like I said this time, because it's Bible Man, my name's James. You Would would you like to put that in a five-star iTunes review? Just say, hey, one of them's name is James. That's a pretty cool prank to play on me and the fellow reviewers. Wow, okay, they love James so much that it's in a five-star. Thank you, thank you. I'm prideful, which I can be prideful in my success, but I mean, I can be proud of it at least, but not prideful in my actions. However, there is one man who is proud of us all, and that is Bud the Chud. Have you given your life and your acceptance to Bud the Chud? He was a government experiment gone right. I think he's honking on boobies, and he's a chud. He's a cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller, but only if he's going under them sheets and eating that sweet roast beef. (laughs) You heard her say, "Uh uh-oh, wowzers, because she just has such a huge crush on Bud the Chud. It's my co-host, my queen, my common law who's got me in awe and bride to never be. God it's damn it, James. Nicole the Brickle Jake. Yeah, that's that's me, I guess. How are you, my queen? I'm that's a quaint queen. Good and I don't know, kind of stressed, but that's just the norm. Why are you stressed? Let me massage your elbows. Just trying to get all this stuff done, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, man. I, I didn't do enough music this past week, but I mixed like a bunch of songs. Yeah. So I don't know. It's that's the name of the game when you're trying to start a business and yeah. you've been working at it for three years and yeah. still mums the freak. Yeah. Babu freak. That's a character, I think, in Star Wars. Oh. I don't know. I think it's in the when we stopped watching them. After Force Awakens, I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I might watch Rogue One someday if someone gives me their goddamn Disney Plus password. Maybe our guest has one they can float our way, and I'll give them our wow. boomerang. Wow, wow, wow. I think <laughs> I can. Oh, my God. You heard his voice. Why and, wouldn't oh. you give him our Paramount? Oh, we can give him the Paramount as well. Boomerang is not an equal trade, yes, I it feel. Is. It's so quality, bro. No. Wait, is, is Boomerang like the... Old cartoons? Yeah. Han- Hanna-Barbera Oh, fuck stuff. yeah. Hell yeah, see? That's it's got, what I want. It's got my gym class partner, Monkey. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's got all the MGM, that coyote going, oh, oh, <laughs> that sexy fucking lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm surprised Hollywood didn't get burned down by Christians when that was released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that I definitely know what you're talking drips about. the 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 wolf looking at Red Riding Hood and he's like <laughs> that is it's dripping with moisture. Okay, like I'm surprised they were even able to film this and paint it because the paint would never be able to dry on those cells. It seemed like back then it was like a good move for a cartoon characters to whole like gimmick be like sexual assault. So I think that's probably what protected them. Yeah, James. I but 
if there is sexual assault in this cartoon, it's equal opportunity because grandma also sexually assaults the wolf. Sure. And maybe that's what makes it okay is that everyone's a victim. Everyone's just pounding it out. And some people are like, huh? But then other people are like, yeah. It's an endless cycle. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. We're getting real raw when we talk Bible man with our guest today. You know him from the Morph Bots. You know him from someone about to give us their Disney Plus login (laughs) information. Ooh, yeah. And you know him as the director of photography and maybe co-writer of an upcoming short. It's going to be making its festival rounds shortly called... Oh, TBD. Oh, I thought it was called... Just popped oh, in my, my my mind. Yeah, we just haven't like announced it yet, but I guess we can announce it right now. Oh no, I'll bleep it out. I will bleep it out. I mean, just cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> no, I'm bleeping it. That's okay. so much easier to do because then how would we be doing this conversation right now? It's Melzer. You cut it Hi. out, bro. Let him speak, okay? <laughs> now, cut. Just cut me out. Boys to the front, okay? <laughs> Melzer, how have you been? I'm I'm also riding that stress train. I just have I feel like I'm constantly working around the clock to produce nothing. But you get paid to produce shit. So, some of the stuff that I do, I get paid for. Then there's the passion, you know, which uh, gets you up at five a.m. and then keeps you up until one a.m. and then you're not sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the stuff I don't get paid for. That's the good shit. What are you looking at? I'm trying to think of the word so I can make a joke. What's the word? Well, I thought you were calculating how much sleep I'm getting. No, no, no. Um, Which what's is four hours? What's it when you don't get paid until like it comes to fruition? It's lawyers Not getting paid. Lawyers do something. Carpe pro, diem. Pro no. Pro bono. Pro bono. My entire life is pro bono work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, pro bono work is supposed to be like you're doing it for somebody else for free. When you do it for yourself for free, it's even sadder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad, guys. People are like, oh, my God, James, he's so cool. He's so funny. That's what we've been hearing lately. And those are nice comments. But how about you put those comments in a Patreon comment, a.k.a. you're at least paying a dollar a month to talk to us. Okay. That's a steal. Actually, we don't do a lot of dollar posts. So you'd have to find you can send us a message at least. So that's good. But five dollars. Patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. Ooh, baby. Melzer's on it. Yeah, why aren't you, listener? Tens of, of episodes. Oh, well, I mean, there's now over 100 right episodes. Right the listening. That well, if you I couldn't sign say up, hundreds. A hundred plus episodes. Okay, That's what I would have okay, screamed. Okay, okay. And I would have creamed and I would have been a dream catching the previous lives. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Do we have a timer going? How long was it before you said the word cream? I feel like every time I'm on here, you say it constantly. You're always creaming. How about I switch it up to splurge? Just to I mean, f- I'm a fan of cream. I okay. just, I, I love it. I, I, I just want to keep track of cream All right. for the rest of this episode. Cash rules everything around me. Cream in my panties. Dollar, dollar bills for this dry cleaning. Uh-huh, Because uh-huh. I jacked in my loafers. Uh-huh. And they're dry and was, clean only. And there was so much you had to get a dry cleaned. Or were the pants just, they needed to be dry cleaned? Both. Okay. Aren't loafers shoes? <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess. I'm coming in shoes now, guys. 
I, I finally. I was like, I'm confused. You said panties and then you said loafers. I meant dockers or whatever. <laughs> Do you think there's a possibility that there's someone out there that like earnestly really loves Bible Man and is like, I'll check out a podcast about Bible Man and then turns on this one and within like 30 <laughs> seconds, someone's just like, and I'm coming in shoes. Okay, well, I, it's Hopefully. not within 30. It, it would be, oh, within 30, they're talking about Pride Month. Should I escape out of this podcast? But within, I don't know, there was a little up front, probably eight minutes in, we started talking about cream. <laughs> so you're saying that's the appropriate length of time to bring it up on a Bible yeah. Man podcast? Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. I, if if you guys are upset with our cream talk this far in, you never listened to an episode before. I mean, it's true. Yeah, that no, that's absolutely true. You are a first time listener if you've never heard him talk about creaming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even in my songs, I think most of them I I talk about coming on clitorises. <laughs> most of them. Yeah, most of them. Nine out of ten. You mostly write love songs, right? Uh, uh, no, they're just, they're hardcore rap songs that all of a sudden, like, one line veers into, and I'm coming on clits. I thought they were, like, doo-wop songs. Uh-uh, and no. they just always have the course of, I'm coming on clits. Well, most of my songs say, like, I'm running this bitch, so of course you keep rhyming words. Right. Coming on clits is getting there. So, like, a doo-wop song is like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. It's like... <laughs> She's got it. She's got it, guys. Don't worry. I can't. I, can't I won't do look it. at you. I, and and Melzer <laughs> can't look at you. My eyes are closed. It's like, mop, 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 mop. I'm coming on clits. Yeah. That's also not a doo wop song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was close enough. Yeah, no. It's definitely a doo wop song, dude. What's a doo wop song? That's what I thought a doo wop song was. That's like, um, da, da. Do up dap da dap come doom dap dap da doom dripping on clits. <laughs> Both are great. <laughs> What's an umbop song? The other Both slap. Uh, oh one's man, literally umbop. Yes, and one umbop. You gone? One's me doing Bowser from that one band that I Mario? cannot. No, no, not, no. From the Shananas and my idea of a barbershop quartet doo-wop. But it's just, it's a solo. Yeah. A barbershop solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, that'd be pretty cool. Or sad. I just think sad things are cool, I oppose. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Suppose. No, I oppose sadness now. I'm all about happy and positivity, guys. Bible man has come into my heart. Oh no. With you, and I'm feeling great. Gross. Melzer, you, yeah. you need to respond. I don't know if he was frozen. <laughs> he wasn't. I, I think I no, I was frozen. Uh, just not from a technical standpoint. My mind just froze. What did what'd you do today, Melzer? I fucking worked. Oh That's it, it. But what does that work entail? Well, so I Wrote a bit of my screenplay this morning around 5 a.m. to the time work started. And then I edited for corporations for the first half of the day. And then I produced for corporations for the second half of the day. And then I drove here. And Hell I'm on yeah. the spot. Oh, oh, and somewhere in the middle of that, I squeezed in Bible Man at 1.25 speed. Hell yeah, brother. Fuck yeah. 
I mean, if we're ready to talk about Bible Man, I was pretty blown away by how perfect it worked at 1.25 speed. Yeah, like, guys, let's get into it. Yeah. Melzer, yeah. what's your experience with Bible Man or just God in general? Uh, well, I was raised Catholic, but very quickly decided that it was probably a pyramid scheme. My only experience with Bible Man was there was a, what was it called? It was the Family Christian Bookstore. It was a bookstore in the mall that only sold like Christian products. And it was right next to Spencer's. And <laughs> when, <laughs> excellent planning. Um, so you'd hit up Spencer's and then like a, a typical afternoon would be then try to flirt with the girls who work behind the counter at the Family Christian Bookstore. Because, you know, they're safe. It can't go anywhere. They can't actually be interested in you. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about like girls actually kissing you or something. So we would go there. And in there, I ended up buying the armor from Bible Man. Did that include the shoes of peace? No, it was just what's the breastplate? Breastplate of faith. Hold on. I got them from our last episode. Okay. The waist belt of faith, shoes of peace, helmet of salvation, sword of spirit, and shield of faith. I don't have the breastplate. Shit. It was the breastplate and then the um, helmet of salvation? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Did you ever wear it around? Did you wear it in a video that's on that YouTube of channel of yours that I found? <laughs> Negative. Also, why? <laughs> Because uh, we bought it because we were thought it was the stupidest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Did you ever watch Bible Man after or before? No, it was at the time when it wasn't like super easy to find things. I think like maybe I saw like a clip or two of it on like The Daily Beast when I went searching for a clip of it. But I didn't actually ever watch a full episode until today. Well, you could have bought that and then been like hey do you what's this from and if they were good employees they could have said oh we have them in the video section yeah i think they kind of always knew that this was a joke to us like just being there Mm. and they (laughs) they never really went the extra step of like upselling us on the rest of bible man that makes sense i i think they were like this is a thing for kids Christianity is serious. Please don't do this. (laughs) I feel very bad for those girls because like women are sexual creatures as well. So the fact that you guys are like, oh, they're they're low risk flirts because nothing will happen. They were probably like, we just keep getting flirted with, but they never follow through. What the fuck is up with this? (laughs) Well, it went seriously wrong when I went there once. The other one, like one wasn't there. I forget their names. Jesus, this is so mean. But one said that the other one uh, had a crush on me and would like to go on a date. And I was too polite to say, fuck no. (laughs) So I ended up going on a date with her. Uh, and it was definitely the most awkward date I've ever been on. Explain what happened. So she lived in like a cabin, like deep in the woods. Whoa. And right before I got there, she texted like, I'm saying you're like a female friend from school. Don't drive, but this far down the driveway, I will come meet you. Uh, and I was like, no, I don't want to <laughs> do that at all. Uh, and she was like, I talked to my parents. It's fine. But please, and then like I started driving down the, the driveway and she was just waiting at the distance for me to stop. And she didn't. 
tell her parents she was on a date with a boy. Mm-hmm. And we ended up driving around our little suburb with me being like, is there anything you want to do? And her being like, whatever you want to do. And we did that for about an hour. And then I drove <laughs> her back and had to stop at the same part in the driveway and watch her walk in deep into the woods. I'm going to be honest. Just how old like in Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much lived Gilmore Girls. Hell yeah. I envy that life then. How old were you, like 16, 17? Yeah. It was like the first year I was driving a car. Yeah, so that's most dates as a 16-year-old. That's true. So I don't think that's awkward. It's also like most girls, at least in our generation, were lying to their parents saying that they were hanging out with a female friend but really going on a date. Yeah, you know what? I think maybe a lot of it was just my perception of who she was and the fact that that her family had like a, a cabin in the woods behind, you know, just like a, a strip mall in a way that I, I built it in my head to be much creepier than it actually was. I'm going to be honest. You screwed up, man. You <laughs> could have been with a very loving woman with a nice family bond. Nice. Fa- a nice family bond where they lie to each other. Uh, well, no, no. This is this is teens lying to parents. That goes along with any teenager. Now look at you. Yeah. Producing, making uh, movies and such. Married. Yeah. Married. I smell a divorce. Should I get a divorce? I was about to say I smell a divorce (laughs) coming on. Go back or be poly. Have a triangle with this woman. I'd I'd have to do so much research to find out who this person was. No, you don't. You just find out what biz, who owned this business, and it'll say, like, oh, the Sanderson family owned this. There were sisters there. They were witches. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you, you think her family owned that store? Uh, didn't you say they did? No. Oh, I think when you I, said- I have no proof of that. It's okay. just there was a Christian bookstore, and she was an employee there. Okay. Damn. But I, it was like a chain Christian bookstore? Oh, boo. Yeah. It wasn't like a local hip one. Yeah, those are the cool ones. All their VHSs had uh, plastic covers on them. Yeah, it was like one of those stores you never see a person in, but somehow they're staying open. Yeah. I think because the church might help fund it. Yeah, probably. They also might get like a bigger tax break and stuff. I don't know. Wouldn't that be so annoying if they were like tax exempt? Ugh. Yeah, they just have a church in the back. Yeah, 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 like they technically counted as a church, but all they did was like they were really just a gift shop for a church. Yeah, it could be also like when you look at the box office each week and you see just some random movie at number two, you're like, what the fuck is this? Then you look and it's a Christian movie and it's like, oh, no matter what it is, if you're a Christian movie, you'll you'll top the charts because a bunch of people will go see it at like youth group or church groups to be able to like make back the budget and then some, and then it like falls into obscurity. Yeah. I thought about that so many times. I thought about just like jamming a Christian subplot into a movie I want to make mm-hmm. and then trying to go to Christian producers and be like, look, it's a slam dunk. I've, I've said Jesus the appropriate amount of times. <laughs> I'll cast just straight white people. Um, just give me the money. See, I well watching today's episode, which we will be discussing Bible man shattering the Prince of Pride. I wrote down I was born 15 years too late. 
Like, I would have loved working for this production company because it's so cozy. Like, this episode is cozy core. If you guys want to get high and watch something and mellow out, Bible Man is that. I I was getting, well, so I don't know if I agree that it was a great thing to work on. I definitely, like, loved everything about the production, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't help but tell that there was a writer out there that is, like, screaming into an existential void about the fact that he's stuck on this show. Like, there's so many things <laughs> that he hit, that he, like, hides about the fact that this is all a show mm-hmm. that I feel like it was really him just like, I, I could have been somebody. Well, I think that's also Willie Ames's influence of being a comedian and on sitcoms. I think he was throwing in, like, just funny shit that he liked. Well, there was, like, there's definitely like, funny shit. Mm-hmm. And then there's all this other shit that's, like, we're a show on top of that. Like there's the whole uh, breakdown the villain has where he's just like, why would anyone do this? We just do this endlessly. Like we just try to do something and he wins, which also then later on you find out that they've never met, which kind of also threw that whole monologue into just the, that was just there as a, a complaint of the writer. No, 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 they have met. So this villain keeps coming back in different iterations. They just haven't met that iteration. It's the same actor oh. playing this vi- the main villain, but because it has to they, they have to vanquish this person and it has to represent one of the seven deadly sins. Uh-huh. He just keeps coming back as another deadly sin. But okay, but in the context of that world, is he the same person i think so or it's because they break the fourth wall break the walls down and say he is well, like, like bible man i said this on the last episode like sometimes he is and sometimes he isn't yeah it's confusing sometimes yeah, yeah. it well, it seems like in this episode they met for the first time at least like in the if i haven't ever watched any other episode mm-hmm. he meets him and then immediately meets someone else and goes like I don't know who that was, but he was calling himself the Prince of Pride, which I wrote down also because I don't think he actually said that in that scene. Uh, yeah, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> because the ludicrous character, his sidekick, is the same character every single time. We can at least agree on that, correct, Nicole? Yeah. All right. And Lucy the computer. Ooh, what if Ludicrous is the actual big villain and Hope he so. is just like... Rita repulsa new villains, and they all just happen to look the same because that's like the 3D print model he has. Oh, I'd love that. It's canon. There we go. It's head canon. Boom. No, it's real canon. But speaking of, like, I do wish, like, I would have loved working for straight-to-video production companies like a Full Moon Features, Troma, whatever produced this. It would have been just so fun and punk rock to do. This show is punk rock, guys. No. It's Reliant K, but it's still punk rock. <laughs> it's Five Iron Frenzy. It's uh, it's Scott Punk, but it's also Christian. Yeah. There you go, Nicole. Don't rain on our parade with your devilish acid vitriol. I hate how much I agree with you the more you make your argument about <laughs> yeah. how much fun it would be. Like, that's all I like to do is, like, make dumb sets and get dumb costumes and have fun and like obviously no one cared on that set there wasn't like a studio being like we're trying to move this product like you have to put this in there 
it just was whatever the fuck it was. Like, well, right, why? Yeah. Wh- hey, why do you guys just have a bunch of blinking lights on the back of a computer screen? That's not that doesn't make a scene. And it's like, no, 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 it does. It does. What about in this scene? We leave the boom in there and they're just like playing poker. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, guys. <laughs> that really confused me. That scene fucking rips. So let's get into this note by note, Nicole. OK, I do have a, I forgot that. I had to look up the song that so this villain has so we're a not song. Going oh. note by note. We're not we're, going note okay. by note. That's my bad. Well, we're wow. going to the best notes because this song slapped. <laughs> so I was like, because the last song was a parody of Livin' Vita Loca. Oh, so they all have songs. Yes. And then this Fuck one, I was yes. like, what is this? And someone in a comment on YouTube said that it's Prince's Kiss a style parody or just a style parody of Prince. And I, I, I okay. thought maybe it was sexy motherfucker. Oh, I'm a sexy motherfucker. You know that song? Yeah, totally. It could be. I mean, it was a little faster, but I was watching it at 1.25 speed. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but oh my God, that was crazy. Even that song is fucking great. Sped up. Like, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I really want to go back when I have more time and, like, watch at how Normal much speed. the pauses must be. Oh, oh, my God. Like, yeah. it's there is so much awkwardness in this episode. And Nicole's like, wait, it's awkward even on 1.3 speed because that's what we watched it on. And <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. But, man, this episode's cozy. I You can go on Vimeo and subscribe to Bible Man to, like, watch it on demand Instead of renting for a dollar a piece, it's like a dollar seventy-five a month. I'm close to doing that one day, getting high and just binging some of this. You're gonna come out religious as shit. No, I'm not. I'm just gonna be like Bible Man's fucking hardcore. But Bible Man himself would push that pride aside and give glory to God. Yeah. Have I ever talked about? Uh, there's this one customer that comes in, and I absolutely love talking to them because they're like the stereotype of a pothead but like in real life and they're Mm -hmm. fully aware of it and it's just it's so funny because i'm like i just want to see what they say like really just one of those interactions where i'm like i just want to talk to them to just see what they're gonna say because it was like so the last time he came in i i would just ask him about if he saw the newest Batman movie and he was like, it went from like, and it seriously, it's like an A to D switch. Like there's no segue. It's just like, yeah, man, you know, ticket prices are so high because they're just trying to keep you down. And, you know, you got to just be you and do you and do what makes you happy. Don't worry about all these other all these other people out here just you know be you and it's always like so positive and uplifting and i'm just like i'm not even mad like he's so supportive it's so sweet <laughs> and i love it and like the so then the first time i like asked them about alien versus predator or something and then they talked about how they were all into like alien shit and i'm like of course you are oh yeah i I thought you were gonna be like why can't it be alien and predator (laughs) why can't they just get along (laughs) no but he's like you know there's just like always like i'm so just like in tune to that just you know like things happening that are like the universe is like giving you a sign he's like you know like a bird the other day 
just flew up just really close to me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, see, I'm going to go uh, smoke weed, read this comic. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> this might be a weird trajectory from that but i feel like that type of person would be really hard to tell if you were talking to an android like if you could make like a realistic looking moving robot and then when you talk to them they just use the cover of like acting kind of stone to just say a bunch of like pre-recorded things mm-hmm. i yeah. have a really hard time to like dissect that that person was just like not super stoned just uh, being fed so, ai shit yeah like stoner ai <laughs> yeah yeah man well you know maybe we are all connected. <laughs> I'm not really into this sci-fi stuff. Alien versus Predator, nah. The people versus the man. <laughs> Government doesn't want Alien and Predator getting along. <laughs> <laughs> the Wayfair company, I don't remember the real company. The, the Way- Murdochs. The, the Wayfair, they, they just want to take the aliens and use them for war. And, you know, you just got to tell them, you just got to not worry about them. And just, you know, you do your own thing. You make know? sure you're happy and just don't let other people ruin that happiness. <laughs> it always has to end with, like, you being yeah. kind to yourself. You know, the real predators, the pedophile rings within the government. <laughs> oh. Now this guy goes I like mean, full yes. Q. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. There's a lot of um, people on that that spectrum, like super hippie, that mm-hmm. end up in Q. Yeah. Like way more than you'd expect. Oh no, yeah, oh a lot. Russell Brand. Too many. Too many. But back. I mean, on... that makes sense that they'd be more susceptible to conspiracy theories. <laughs> uh huh. But back on the YouTube thing. <laughs> I was looking at just the song was on there and people were like, and this song slaps. And then someone responded to that saying, and you're welcome. And I was like, who the fuck is this? The writer of the song. No, it was the singer of the song. I believe it is Brian Lemons. Yeah, that's the villain guy. He was like, he's still within the community. So, Brian, dude, fucking come on our show, bitch. Did you you reach out to the YouTube? No, 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 not yet. Not yet. Oh, you got, let me know how that goes. That makes me nervous. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, the only bad thing we've said is like he ripped, like in the early episodes, he was just ripping off Jim Carrey's The Riddler nonstop. Okay, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about <laughs> you talking about cream. That's fine. I'm worried about me saying Jesus is actually an alien. That's fine as well. Uh, alien of creams. You want to know? Life begins with cum. So <laughs> that's Jesus in God's way. Uh huh. That's why you gotta be not circumcised. Excuse me? So that you come more. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. Oh, okay. I thought because like, oh, the foreskin's trapping in the cum. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no. It's gonna balloon out, guys. <laughs> you ever have to just like put a little like pin in the tip of your foreskin Owie. to just like pop that cum balloon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daily. Uh-huh. You asking me or are you asking our listeners? The listeners. I don't want to know if you're... Are you circumcised, sir? Do you want to know or not? You started that with, I don't want to <laughs> know, and then you just asked me. Yeah, but now I do. Are you circumcised? Yes. All right. Hell yeah, dude. 
<laughs> AKA, you have a penis that looks like mine, so I'm comfortable. Well, they're matching. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So cute. They oh, yeah. Just the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, I I do wish I could like just. I, actually, I don't because I would constantly be pulling it down if I had foreskin, just like playing with it all the time. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because you don't already do that. I don't. I, I just don't have my hand in my pants. Just like, do, you know those those. Uh, it's I don't know. They're like water. I know exactly tubes. what you're fucking talking about. They're like filled with the water or jelly, yeah. and they're like plastic. Sometimes there's like a little dolphin inside for some reason. Mm-hmm. Dude, yes. I I would be playing with it like that. I'm surprised if you're a ch- if you were a child. Not I don't want to know if you're a child currently and do this. But did any you should children not be listening to our podcast? Hey, I'm fine with our zero to seventeen demographic. That's uh-huh. what Spotify categorizes. Anyway, uh, who was using that as like a flashlight? <laughs> like it had to have been done. Can you? This I think is you the can. magic of this podcast <laughs> you you moments ago were like guys can we get back on track anyway so has anyone ever used their bible man has anyone ever used their foreskin as a fleshlight you put it in a pringles too yeah <laughs> uh, but th- hopefully it's like washed out beforehand you don't want a salty deedle i don't know maybe you do but i know you want to assault this deedle girl oh yeah I'm dancing. I could watch. I could watch that forever. <laughs> okay, let's get let's get back to shit. Okay. okay. One final YouTube comment was anonymous. Anonymous said, "Bible man could solo the whole MCU," and I thought that was very funny. I don't know what that means. Meaning he Explain. could take out all of the MCU. Oh god! Like he could be in all of the movies and just every enemy. But up, but up, but up. I'm honestly surprised he's not in the MCU at this point. Yeah, Disney by Christian media. So they're saying he could like take Thor? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Because Thor's just this. They're both sons of gods, but Jesus is also God. Can't beat that. Mm -hmm. Although he did just kind of like almost die because he was a little bit prideful one day, which is not boding well for his power level. Okay. Well, that's his mental state not his like beefiness well yeah but i mean that's how you beat him you get into his head yeah i guess he is kind of just a villain he should look cooler in a comic book or less cool in a comic book i wasn't really sure what the accomplishment was with him because like he was trying to like burst his pride but his pride was that he was so humble so like they were trying to get him to get removed from the comic book he's the original humble brag that's true i'm mm-hmm. so humble r.i.p harris whittles so humble that whole movie does not get the respect it deserves. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> never stop, never stopping. Pop star. Okay, this episode is truly the last episode we watched. Just the formula has changed slightly, Nicole, because it starts out with him fighting. We hope either robots or demons because he evaporates these two individuals and mums the word about it. Yeah, into goop. And he goes back and coats it. No, what's the ciphers there? And he's like, oh, man, I wish I was there. It would have been great beating those guys up. And then Bible Man says, violence is never fun. But who? It's dope for comics and superhero shows. He said it's dope. Yeah, he pretty much did. And then wow. he said, <laughs> Cypher, yeah, he y- you couldn't be there anyway. You were needed at the boys club. It's the for the boys. boys. Club. Were you ever in a boys club? 
Boy Scouts, Little Brother, Big Brother. Yep, I did Weeblos and Boy Scouts. Damn. Damn. Nicole, you were in Girl Scouts, right? Yeah, I was in the troop where the troop leader stole from us. Hell yeah. What? That's being an entrepreneur. Yeah. That's feminism. (laughs) Women can embezzle as well. Because they get, like, money so that we can go on, like, trips and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Damn, that sucks. And they were like, thanks. Did they get in trouble? I don't know. It. I think it, like, the, the news surfaced, like, after I was done with that. Okay. I think we should become a true crime podcast, the three of us, and solve this one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but also, Make all like, the phone calls, go back to, <laughs> go back to the campgrounds. Uh, I was, like, never allowed to go on those trips because my mom was like, She's stealing. Something bad's going to happen. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Something bad happened already. Yeah, true. getting robbed. Yeah, she would have taught you how to embezzle. Hell yeah. I wish dude. someone taught me how to embezzle. Yeah. Poorly, because they got caught. I mean, eventually you're going to get caught if you're embezzling all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have to kind of just be like one step ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able to like close down the last scheme and be on to the next one, change your mm-hmm. name, be out of there. Especially if her daughter or something was probably in the troop as well, so. No, her daughter was like, or actually probably. Okay. Yeah, they would have to be, right? Uh, Most of the time, yeah. It's weird if not. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. always really suspicious, especially, I don't know if you ever listened to like any podcast about the Boy Scouts, but they had like a terrible run of people who should not be in charge of Boy Scouts and charge of Boy Scouts, and they had like no system of like vetting people or keeping track of people. So like someone would get in trouble for doing a bunch of stuff they weren't supposed to do and then just like hop to another county and then be like under the same name. Hey, could I be a Boy Scout leader? And they'd be like, fuck yeah. That just went on for years. Man, it's like the Catholic Church, guys. Except the Catholic Church was the people moving the people around. Score one, Boy Scouts. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. My dad was my troop leader and once i stopped being in boy scouts he stopped being a leader as it should be <laughs> yep the only thing i could think is for eagle scouts there needs to be former eagle scouts should be guiding new eagle scouts because like that's the end of the line yeah and you can like basically it's some kind of like you can get some additional badge if like you teach the next one and you can like pay it forward that way well, you then become a career Boy Scout because our friend, the Fed, he was a career Boy Scout because he worked for Boy Scouts of America and was a running camp counselor. And I think then ended up running that camp. Oh, weird. But then the Boy Scouts ran the entire organization into the ground. Damn. But luckily he was out by then. So he, I think he was like, they're going bankrupt. So morally and financially. <laughs> So I'm going to get a job elsewhere. Yeah. Bible Man has such beautiful eyes, yeah, I was guys. Like, why are we here? <laughs> like, sure. th- there's been a bunch of scenes where he's just in his new mask and he has like a smoldering eye shadow and it's, the light is just beaming right on his face. I'm like, holy shit, man. This is an attractive boy. We skipped over the part that like Eunice has a fucking drone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was very... And it, right afterwards, the AI, like, said it was fun that they killed those things. That, wow. that was very alarming. Which is weird because... So, like, I'm confused because the last episode, 
it ended with him being like, I can't kill people because that's up to God. And then God put a magical light that then like killed the person. But now he's just like, yeah, I'm going to kill people now. But I think that that means these people are demons. Right. Yeah, they have to be robots yeah. or something. Even this prince guy needs to be a demon as well. I don't know. The rules of this universe are just crazy. We'll figure them out. There was an earlier episode where they were like speaking to someone in hell. I don't oh, damn. remember that. It, it was like a group of three yeah. people that looked like they were in hell. So I think this man is a demon now. Maybe. Hey, since you guys have watched so many of them, why is there a, like a science theme? Doesn't that seem kind of like antithetical to the whole faith thing? Like he's got like an AI computer. He seems to be like making new gadgets. I truly believe this is how Bible Man was created. Either the creator and Willie Ames were friends and they were like, well, we just can't get anything made. And they might have been Christians or like dabbling in that. And they're like, fuck it. Let's just make our own shit and do like parodies, pastiches, homages to the things we like, which are Star Wars, Batman, uh, James Bond, things of that nature that, you know, these men, these men could be our fathers. That's how old they are. Those are the things our fathers are into, such as also like Star Trek. I don't know about Nicole's dad, but uh, nerd dads are into those kinds beer. of things. Yeah. <laughs> His Bible man would be chugging beer, playing hockey on PlayStation 2. Cokes and playing PS2 hockey. Yeah. And dirt biking. That's a pretty cool Bible man. Yeah, I'd watch that Bible man for sure. Yeah. And being absentee. Yeah. That's just like God. God is an absentee father. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. You just wrote a better Bible man. Yeah, your father's not Christian or Christ-like. He is God-like. Oh, God. And ooh, baby, you should see his muscles. Ew. I'm talking about Jesus's, not your dad's. So, the whole story of this episode is there is a newspaper comic strip being made about Bible Man. I don't know why it's not just a normal comic book. Why does it have to be a script or a strip? Because the artwork that's being made is way too large to be in a newspaper comic. Also... If Bible Man is as famous as they basically, like, if he's just out and is able to just, like, go out and, like, have a press conference with some mayor, like, isn't he a little bit too big for the funny pages of a comic? Like, shouldn't we be talking more like a documentary crew wants to film you because you have the powers of God and you're fighting villains? Also, Cypher and Coates were out in the open like, hey, I'm good friends with Bible Man. But people also know, oh, we're also very good friends and we live with Willie Ames. It was so easy to be like, oh, we know who Bible Man is. It's Willie Ames. Yeah, I, I, you'd think that they would start there. But then again, the villain already has like a camera in Willie Ames' house. So it's like mm-hmm. the villain knows. I think that's satanic cameras. Satan- oh, fuck yeah. Now I'm in. Like it's a, a mystic ball. Uh-huh. But speaking of that, like he is so big that they they said this will be premiering the Sunday. The the comic strip will be premiering worldwide in the Sunday edition, which is like the Sunday edition of what worldwide? Just all newspapers. But the grammar and that doesn't make sense. 
I don't know. Like, I, at first, I thought it was going to be, like, a comic book. And then yeah. I was like, no, it's a strip in a newspaper. Yeah, the comic book would have made a lot more sense. I don't know why they went with the whole newspaper thing. It really doesn't change anything. It's not like we saw it printed in a newspaper. Like, mm-hmm. they could have just been like, no, it's we're yeah. a comic publisher. And great merchandising. Just then you can make a Bible Man comic book. You can't make a Bible Man Sunday comic strip syndicated yeah. around the world. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of the reason why they made that choice. I, I have no clue. But the even more baffling thing. Okay, it's a Sunday strip in the newspaper about a... Bible man, a superhero. Yeah. Written by a child and drawn by a child. The deadlines for Sunday comic strips are so fucking intense. (laughs) The fact that a child is given this responsibility is idiotic. You can see how it goes to his head, though. Yeah. And he, he said, oh, I'm proud to be part of your ministry, Bible man. He's starting oh, yeah. to call. Okay, Steve my a little shit. My big issue with this is that the photos are clearly drawn by hand, but anytime you see him drawing, he's drawing with a tablet. See, I had the opposite. This looks like New Millennium, aka early aughts digital photography, oh. because it some of it looked like trash, and I remember seeing that like printed on t-shirts in this art style or just littered but i guess this would probably no no no. just on this looked like laser tag art it felt like they really should have gotten two different artists because everything looked the same with like steven and what was the other kid's name jake i have no idea like at one point there's like he sees one and then he looks at the other one and he's like now this is something i like and there was no fucking difference in what the two drawings were like like i don't know what was more appealing to him about the other image. Oh, it wasn't even going with the theme of like, um, it should be more about God. He's like, it's it. Look at this picture of me looking all muscly. It's putting, it's giving too much to me. It should go to God. Mm -hmm. Then he looks at another image of a different muscular guy. And he's like, now this slaps. (laughs) I think the difference is one is colorized and one is just black and white. Oh, so he's just like a douchey client that wants it the other way. Yeah. Well, no, I was, I saw it as like, this is just, Character design. Yeah. It's not a panel. I forgot to say, Nicole. um, Yeah. Jellystone, because I'm part of their Jellystone Perks program, the actual- Because you're a big nerd, yeah. Yes, I love Yogi Bear. They sent me a message of like, hey, it's spring's over or like just beginning. It's almost summertime, so you better start (laughs) planning your trips to our wonderful Jellystone locations. And there is a new one in Illinois that one of the amenities is laser tag. This campground has laser tag. (laughs) Let's go. And I realized that if if this doesn't work out, Nicole, we might like I would love to have a job at a Jellystone campground. That sounds amazing. Like, what if I could be in the Yogi Bear suit, like walking around saying hey to children? Uh, dying of heat exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I I don't want to ruin it for you by saying like you'll eventually hate it. But yeah. <laughs> I was actually just talking about this today. Uh, that like every dream of if every dream that like wraps up in like a profession, the sad truth of it is if you accomplish it, all you do is realize 
you don't want that dream anymore. Okay, actually, I'll I'll switch this up, Nicole. Yeah. I'm high well in that costume. Oh, okay. Then it's sick. You're then good. I'm loving it. Yeah. Whoa, man. It, like I thought about that today and I said, this would be a nice life. <laughs> I do love it whenever I see one of those. And laser tag arenas make everything better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. I, and then I could just play laser tag whenever I had a day off. I could just go there and say like, hey, can I hop in that laser tag? You know, there's laser tag in Chicago. Yeah, but that's expensive as fuck. Oh, and they're weird. They're like real warfare simulators. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that. I want to run around and tag people with a gun that shoots lasers. I don't want some like 13 year old who is also a sociopath and loves (laughs) sniping people to like hide in the perfect position and like wipe out adults. Uh, We went to one for my bachelor party and there was like like a mom out there like doing work on her laptop and some like really pissed off like 13 year old just kind of like pacing in the corner and uh he beat everybody it's this call of duty era cod as the kids call it but they were pissed about it i think he's just like 13 and pissed okay you know <laughs> and this is what like calms him down is yeah, yeah, yeah. simulated slaughter uh, what i would do to be 13 and pissed again <laughs> uh, throughout this entire episode I think it's because it's pride and whatnot and because it's a new suit. Bible Man keeps saying to Coates, do do I look good right now? And it, oh, yeah. it was kind of heartwarming. There, uh, the, the evil robot has the hots for him. That yes, was that was my next note. That she's, oh. uh, it's like in Beyblade, how that laptop was horny for one of the children, actually all the children, and... Now we're seeing the only female character in this episode are the laptops, the computers, and they are, they have the, the, I don't even know, their USB ports are dripping. Ew. (laughs) Do you think this episode would pass the Bechtel test? Yes. Uh, No, because, no, because there technically needs to be real women talking. True. These are robots. And I think when they are talking oh. with each other, they are saying like, oh, well, Bible Man's going to get killed or whatever. But they're having their own battle, though. Like, that's like an extra thing that isn't is is there. Like, they're having a battle over like some And I don't fully understand what it was doing, but some kind of like code is being downloaded to make yeah. the good computer prideful. Yeah, I think they were putting a virus in her. Yeah, they're putting a virus in, right? And they were battling, like, the, the putting the virus in seemed to be a, a struggle that people could, like, taunt each other during. Yeah, I, okay, so if female computers or just computers with a woman's voice count as a woman in the Bechdel test, and if we reanalyze that, if they're just talking about one another within this fight, then yes, this episode absolutely passes that test. The other episodes we've seen there have not been two women talking to this is the first time this has happened so those ones would not which so this establishes that they can talk to each other and further solidifies my shipping of them see i wanted i wanted to get behind bible man and evil computer boning whoa (laughs) i i would love to see fan art of that guys please send it I, I when she says, "Ooh, Bible Man's pretty cute," he goes, "Yuck, that's gross." And I don't know if it's about him thinking a man is cute or he thinks it's blasphemy. But he would be into blasphemy of a 
human computer relationship. Has there been a blasphemy themed villain yet? Who's just like constantly like, taking the Lord's name in vain and shit? Not yet. Oh, okay. I'd love to be a part of that episode. You'd and be I, so good at it. Yeah, I'm the blasphemer. I'm just like, screw God. He isn't holy. The only thing he does is make my butt hurt on Sunday when I'm sitting in those stiff pews. Because it has to be kid friendly. I can't just say, Jesus is full of fucking jizz. <laughs> I mean, and I'm the did. one supplying it. Like, that's really mean. Uh-huh. Oh, that's some interesting blasphemy. <laughs> uh, can we talk about them uh, decoding this image? Oh, my God. Where did I have Do that it. written down? So, uh, Stephen is one. Stephen is the main guy, the yeah. main child who's uh, drawing and authoring all of these comic strips. And it's still Local genius, Stephen. Yes. Art- artistic man of the day who is still just a boy. There's this other kid who wants to also be drawing. And when they do a pitch meeting, they see other artwork and he's like, this isn't me. It must've been so-and-so Tyler. Maybe it was, he was mm. doing this. He's out to get me. And he leaves and they're like, well, Bible man says, well, this doesn't look like either of their artwork. And then Cypher says, let me try something. And then he like, pull, there's a pull down window that just says decode. He clicks it and it turns into another image, which is the Prince of Peace. That's circling back to our conversation about how much fun it would be to work on the show. They got to that scene and we're like, oh, how, how are they going to know? How are they going to know who made that image? And so we're just like, I don't know. What if he pulls down that shade on a window and presses it like it's a button? Mm hmm. To reacting, Bible man reacting to this Tyler kid about Stephen, he says, hey, right now, Stephen needs our thoughts and prayers and our support. And it's like, for him just being prideful a little bit, that you're going to pray for someone for that? Him being prideful was me being more polite than I ever was when I was that age. (laughs) Yeah. It's also a kid being like, hey, I know my worth in this situation. Please let me prove myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then some some hotshot Tyler comes in and takes what's yours. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. Get that asshole out of here. Yeah. Uh, guys, retinal scans seem dangerous because they keep doing them, especially like technology in the 2000s. But re- if rect, I mean, if ret. <laughs> If retinal scans seem dangerous, rectal scans, dames will lust. It it, it works better on page, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have to take your word for it. Dangerous and damsel lust. I should have said not will. It's damsel lust, rectal scans. Do you think we'll ever get rectal scan technology? I hope. <laughs> Dogs like to unlock do our iPhones, we just gotta yeah. squat. Because every butthole is... Uh, it's like a snowflake. Yes. It's a beautiful... That it's on my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That was like you. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to get to somewhere like that. I would love to do this, like put a little bit of paint on my butthole, and then like press it onto a page, and then it would have like a little starfish looking... 
design. <laughs> then I sell those for uh, hundreds of dollars. Oh, um, that actually, I know someone who did that. It's probably for like a whole another podcast, but a teacher at my school went on the precursor to attack at the show as uh, known as the butt painter, where he painted with his butt, ball sack and penis uh, a bunch of like various things. And he had like a, a side business where he was doing this for a while. But then after he went on the attack of the show, people saw it and started passing around school and they ended up firing him. Boo. And then uh, a big lawsuit took place where he won. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not like it was sexual what he was doing. He just loved no. to paint with that. Yeah. However, if we do end up getting iPhone rectal scan technology, people would be able to undo my iPhone. I don't have one. But if I did have one, all these prints of my asshole around, people could easily manipulate the system and get into my Discord account. Yeah, so maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. Keep that butthole hidden. Maybe I'll just do what your teacher did and use my balls or my taint. So he, to, to mask his identity, he wore like a Groucho Marx mask on during the episode. And his name was Stephen Murmur, and he changed it to Stephen Mir Mir. Oh, just Please. make it so much like. I know. Put nylon over your head. No, put a wig on, nylon over your head, then the Groucho, and then you're pretty much undetectable. And then just don't share a name. The butt painter is enough. Yeah. People will find your website after the show. <laughs> or just identify yourself as the website. Yeah. Nicole's darlinghomebody.com all the time. Yeah. She knows how to market. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Darling Homebody. I am the brand. I'm MLMPod.com. I'm HorseDick.mpeg. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I did say because this kid kept saying, oh, my new artwork is very new millennium. And I wrote down new this millennium working with kids would blow dogs for quarters <laughs> tomorrow see, at work. I'm going to drop that that this shit isn't new millennium as much as possible and see if, <laughs> oh see if it flies. I just wish it was a little bit more new millennium, you know, <laughs> when the next time uh, I can't reveal I am in a Facebook group with like minded people. A collective of pe saying like-minded people, I'm like, oh, fuck, people are going to think I'm in a terrorist organization. <laughs> I am in a collective of other musicians, and people will be like, yeah, is James on a now? I don't know. And I'm when the next time someone, like, posts something for feedback, I'm going to say, this is, like, so new millennium. And then <laughs> the feeling their I know I would be able to feel them be like, is that a good or a bad thing, James? <laughs> I think the, the the trick would be to try to use it a few times and imply it's good and bad. Like, take one time, you're like, I don't know, that's a little new millennium for me. Mm -hmm. And then another time, be like, yeah, this is new millennium. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And just, just see how people... This is the new millennium shit I like, guys. Boom. You just reached it, the new millennium. And then I say, oh, guys, this blows dogs for quarters. And they're, they're like, well, James liked this last time I posted it. D is that a compliment now? And yeah, it is. It's all in the emphasis. So when you translate it to text, it just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It they use a lot of voice messaging. So I'll just be like, this blows dogs for quarters, guys. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I wasn't into this, but then all of a sudden it started blowing dogs for quarters. Because it's quarters of heroin and that is expensive.
Then you just sell it back to the people who are going to sell it again. Uh-huh. And it's, it's like using store credit to purchase things from a used record store that you will then flip on eBay. You're just blowing a dog for those those quarters of heroin because these freaks like seeing that. And then you sell back that to them and they're like, oh, hell yeah. Which then it's like, well, just pay me to blow the dog. <laughs> yeah. There should just be an app where you can just directly pay people to blow dogs. <laughs> Proud podcast partner of the Tokusatsu Network. That has to be the t- <laughs> No, it cannot. <laughs> also, the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Nicole? Just, just pay me to <laughs> <laughs> pay me to blow dogs. Okay. Just, just pay me to blow the dog. <laughs> I need to explain this to people. I am quoting. Detroit Rock City, they say disco blows dogs for quarters, man. And that's what I am quoting. And uh, why wouldn't you also cross-promote? Oh, yeah, we did that on This Existed over on Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod. Okay, guys, do you have any notes before I just talk about the last thing that happens? Let me see. Um, my only thing was, but Mauser already brought it up, was the, like, weird adult swim humor, Mm -hmm. like, interjected again. Getting into that, like, there's another moment that really stuck out to me, and, like, it was so small, like, I don't know if they were, like, making it a joke, or if that's just, like, the tone that it, it goes for, but, um, the sidekick character, after, like, the second fight, goes, man, I missed another fight scene? So, like, do they know they're in a show? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, they That's wild. They break the fourth wall every episode constantly. That's great. And does the boom show up a lot? That was the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I really thought that was a mistake on the first time I saw it. No, 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 no. That was intentional. Oh yeah, because it was in like every shot after it for a minute. Like they they did at least two or three gags with it. So yeah, mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed that scene where it starts out with it's Bible Man and him fighting. And it starts out with Bible Man going shnikes, and then this part's shitty. But for 2000 and zero, people would have really enjoyed this because it's them doing a really bad overdub, like a Hong Kong kung fu movie. Yeah. Of them, like, going, oh, I'm not the even. racist part. Yeah. 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 My note for that was, oh, cool, racism. Yeah. And then uh, they start fighting. There's a disco ball going, and. Like, they don't even try to make the lightsabers emulate real light onto the scene. It's just, like, darkness, and that's it. Yeah, I was thinking a lot about that, because, like, they did do some stuff. Like, there are, like, bursts, and if you see, like, the lightsabers, they would do, like, this kind of, like, lens flare and twist Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, like, someone was trying a little bit, but not enough. Yeah, they were like, well, we could easily do the burst because it's just a light that is off in the background. And then like when they it's also whenever we want it to burst because we just do the like actual burst on the lightsabers in post, we just animate that in. But at least they had a couple lights of different color, like two different colors that they just like opened up real quick and then closed to emulate that actual in the scene. However, There is a, they were showing the artwork on a TV screen and that 
artwork is still superimposed, whenever those bursts happen, the light does not affect that superimposed yeah. screen. It is bad. Very bad. How much do you want to bet that the person doing most of the CGI is the one that's like, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, he did. The, he did the lightsaber parts, and then someone was like, "Are you gonna make like the the light affect everything else in the room?" And he was like, "Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck no. You get what you get." But then in that same scene, like the command center back at Bible Manor is just blowing the fuck up. And then it's interspliced with them playing go fish first, just very like lengthy go fish and then blowing up more. Then when it cuts back to them, they're playing rock, paper, scissors with the booms mm-hmm. in yeah. scene. I liked that part. And very was there good. any lead up to that? No. Because I feel like I missed something. No, it did just just cut to it. And that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's like, oh, well, he's having the fight scene now. Te- like, the action scene is with Cypher. So, oh, well, what are we going to do? Eh, let's just take a break. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And then the final scene, and a YouTube comment discussed this of, like, are we really not going to talk about this? Bible Man is, like, fighting this man in a basement area, and he's, like— the guy shooting at him, the Prince of Pride, and Bible Man's deflecting it, deflecting it, and making him go back onto this wall that is open electrical wiring. And he starts like like getting shocked and he says, Ooh, it almost feels good. And then <laughs> truly his skeleton we start seeing, and then not like an explosion, his body blows up like it bursts and blood yeah. that's green so i i think he is a demon flies on the wall okay, and yeah. then a skeleton falls down it's an r-rated death scene it fucking yeah it fucking ruled yeah i was very surprised yeah uh, uh, before we before we get away from that there was also i think a genius line which is i don't know if it was in the first fight or second fight i just have it written down here but it's when the guy was like you think you're pretty humble don't you it's just fucking amazing. <laughs> they say a man is destroyed by his pride or whatever he says. And he's like, yeah, and I'm the one to destroy you. Something like that. Yeah. Also, I do not believe a lot of these uh, quotes from the Bible. They they seem way too modern and easy to understand. It might be from like a children's Bible or like one of those teen new. Mo- there were really okay. new millennium Bibles for teens and it was oh, updated. So, shit. New, millennium. Yeah, so I, new millennium. I was given so many of them by teachers and faculty members. Gotcha. Two thumbs down to that. Stop trying to convert me, baby. That's illegal. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You want if you really wanted to convert me, do some really technical hardcore rap music about Jesus, and I probably would have been into it. But the only people who are doing technical rap music about religion, it was Satan. So figure out who won. Wait, weren't the insane clown posse a Christian act or something? They are a God act. They are not Christian act. Listen to Shuffling the Deck wherever podcasts are found to hear us oh, talk. I'm going to have to. At length about that single episode or that single album, Shangri-La, The Wraith. It's a good episode. I recommend it. Yeah, I mean, I've always been curious about that, so I'm going to check it out because I it baffles me that that happened. Like that at one point they're like, no, we're this. It, and it, then it seems like they didn't stick with it and they moved on to something else. Oh, no, no. They, they're they still 
like godlike undertones to their music. It always was there. People, uh, the first album, sort of, kind of, it was a social commentary. And then the second album, you're like, okay, there's good and evil. It's like Kingdom Hearts. And then it keeps going and you're like, oh, the third album, they are talking about a heaven and hell substitute for their own mythos. Kind of like when my brother went into... uh, the 12-step program, he's like, well, I don't believe in this Christian bullshit. So he had to create his own higher power, which was a robot that I think was Dr. Pepper branded that would was just on a forever dance floor, just dancing for eternity to, like, just dope-ass music. Dude, he needs to create this as a religion and get that tax break. That's mm-hmm. sick. I'm sure Dr. Pepper will be into it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were saying, you told me that, like, even as someone who, like, didn't know what it was about, like, uh, a.k.a. Sean, like, picked up on that it was about God before it was, like, quote-unquote revealed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I think it was, like, the the Magnets How Do They Work song, like, played, and then someone in the room where I was with was like, yeah, because they're really religious. Yeah, And then I was like, what? And then I tried to explain to them that they were crazy. And then they were like, no, 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 they're not. I'm not. And then now <laughs> you, a scholar of uh, a scholar. the ICP, is telling me he was not crazy. Listen to the, the Thy Unveiling. It's a song that makes me cry every time I hear it because it is so moving and powerful. I'm not kidding. Before we did that episode, I listened to that and screamed along to it while crying three times before we recorded. I I closed the door. I was like, hey, Nicole, I'm going to be screaming along to this song. I apologize. And then uh, just tears rolling down my face. (laughs) I I love this about you. I I respect so much about everything that you love. Uh, But like when I come to ICP, I come from from like this watching the Dark Carnival video that came out every year. Is that what it's called? No, no, no the, the Gathering video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just for, for roasting it, essentially. You know, like, yeah. I was just pumped to see it every year because of how ridiculous I viewed all that. So it's just, it's just so, it's just so cool to see it coming from the other way where you're like, you got so much out of it. Sean used to be like that as well and only knew them from wrestling. And then when I started talking about the lore and the mythos that they have and they they the first album reads like a socialist manifesto. It's so good in that sense. The raps are not. But, you know, it's their first album. They were like 19 or 20 years old. What can you do? But Sean is like Sean does not admit to it, but he is a juggalo now. He <laughs> fucking loves them now. He's got the mask on or he's got the paint on. Yeah. And it's he he's like, oh, well, I don't love all their songs. Some of it's shit. And I was like, yeah, that's what juggalos say as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like only drinking Fago. Oh, we, <laughs> we have a fridge full of it and we need to do a stream someday whenever Sean wants to leave his apartment. I've never had it. You should come over and do the stream with us. We'll do a Fago taste test. I want, I'll do a Fago taste test. That sounds amazing. Because it always looks so bright and colorful. It is. It's good. But I'm not drinking or consuming any sugar. So it's going to be a thing that it's like, hey, we're, we're going to pour these. And when we are done with the stream, someone is taking all of this home. Ooh. All right. Hell yeah. How's no sugar life going? Is it hard? It's just dumb. <laughs> That's it. It's annoying for me. Yeah. Because like you're all sugar. Well, no, because he's just like, oh, man, I wish I 
wish I could just have ice cream right now. Oh, man, I wish I could just eat a cookie. <laughs> like, just every day. But hey, you gotta work the, the steps, Nicole. But we need to wrap up, guys. You don't hear guys. me saying that every day about things that have gluten in them. Whenever Little Caesars is brought up, you're like, oh, fuck, why is my, my body Which hate is like things? never. All the time. Little but Caesars. Also, I little don't. Caesars. I just say, fuck you, Little Caesars. Yeah, there you go. It's fuck the same you, thing. Little Caesars. I say that when I'm eating it. I'm like, oh, fuck you, Little Caesars. I say, Damn. ooh, you're fucking me, Little Caesar. Okay. <laughs> I don't even say Caesars. I say, Little Caesar is. You yeah, came, yeah. you saw, you fucked me. He's lifting up that, that toga and just slipping it in. And then he's got his spear, the dull end, going in my mouth. Oh, my God. Because the, the pizza drippings are, like, oily down onto that bottom uh-huh. part. And, oh, baby, it tastes good. Every every time we are uh, corralled back on track by you, we end up in a very long, very gross. Uh, well, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've brought this up many times, and I've just... I, yeah. I just go with it now. Melzer, we hey, love hey, having hey, you on. We gotta wrap this show up. Yes. Anyway, Caesar is <laughs> mouth-fucking me. <laughs> Melzer, we love having you on. What you got to plug? I really got nothing new. Uh, you can watch The Street Wizard's Apprentice. That's on YouTube somewhere. Yes. Um, you can watch Todd Groban's Going Away Party. Uh, I yeah. recently rewatched the trailer, and it didn't make me want to cry anymore. So I actually thought it was kind of good. So you can ch- check that out. And then um, The Morph Bots. Hell yeah. And then see Mr. Tolly in a brand new ad for a car thing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> for a, a Chesterfield Auto Parts, I think it was. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Looking good, looking nice. Also, make sure if you see that video, make sure to like it because apparently there now is some, because there's like a joke with a nun in it that's like the most like milk toast joke ever. But I guess it's getting a little bit of flack and they're debating taking it down. So if you ever see that video for Chesterfield Auto Parts, uh, just like it and be oh like, gosh. I don't think this is offensive at all in the comments. <laughs> I'll, I will say that. Those direct words. Also, if you guys would like to hear Melzer, Lil Corey, Kyle, and myself talk about three ninjas kick back, that's over on yes. patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. That was our month of three ninjas. They were on. It was great. Seriously, that night was like one of the most fun nights I've had in forever. It was such a blast talking about that show. I... Definitely recommend checking out that episode. Kyle, I kept telling him, like, hey, you don't need to, every time you start talking, go right up to the microphone. He's like, oh, man, but they need to know that I have a microphone. I'm like, but it's giving us bad sound. I don't know if you re-listened to the episode. Yeah, it gave us terrible sound. It was oh, no. so, it was so distorted and peaking that I'm like, well, at least it's not the Discord audio. Fuck. That sucks. He likes doing like the Joe Rogan thing, you know, like the moving yeah. and adjusting it as he talks. But, yeah. but then it's like, just always keep it on you. Don't like go back and forth. It was one of the hardest episodes to edit because he was also very stoned. So he was just talking whenever I was like, guys, oh <laughs> no. And I love Corey being on the show. But when he like left like an hour, 10 minutes into it, I was like, hey, that's one less person I have to edit now. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, Kyle just lives like that now. He's like always just that stoned, so it's just something you have to deal with. Um, but he loves Three Ninjas. It was sure. a fun episode, though, guys. Like, that energy is there of a stoned person and then 
like this, it might be the least amount I've talked in any podcast that I've ever done because I'm like, oh, it will be even harder for me to edit if I try to talk. I'm just going to let these three duke it out together. It was fun. Nicole, what you got to plug? Wow. Um, follow me, darling homebody on all the social medias. Do it. I don't know. Go to darlinghomebody.com to possibly see creepy, cute things that I make. I don't know. Things are kind of up in the air right now. I don't know. Do it and find out. <laughs> Patreon.com slash darlinghomebody for a monthly sticker or magnet. Hey guys, all I am plugging is our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash MLMpod, where for $5 a month you get exclusive podcasts. They release every single Friday. You have Engage with Nicolas Cage, This Existed, the Toku Reading Corner, and the brand spanking new Death from Above, a Sam and Max podcast where I am taking my friends through the franchise of Sam and Max, the comic books, the TV show, and the video games. It's a good time, bitches. Our <laughs> guest is like, I don't know what Sam and Max is. It's good. <laughs> Please listen I'll to the show. Out. Rudy's on the first episode. It's already out. Patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. But if you're a $10 patron, you get exclusive watch alongs, streams, and shout outs on every single free feed podcast. So let's begin with those. Starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, The Waz, Orion, he's a rapper, D, Foe, D hyphen F O, D Foe, Kayla, aka Two Grapes, Tyler Wright, he's our friend, Elliot W, at Garlic Sunshine on Instagram for their amazing artwork, and finally, Jordan B, The Chaos Witch. I've been James. I'm Nicole. I'm Melzer. And we've been a mostly babbling Bible man. Bye bye. Peace. This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today. Oh, yeah.